You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. For, for the Patreon, I, if, I, I should just start doing like radio bumpers for things in ridiculous different styles of radio. It is that time to journey into mystery again. This week, we are coming back with another Incredible Hulk from 1977 movie. Uh, It is the second episode or second pilot uh, made-for-TV movie, which was also released in theaters under the name of The Return of the Incredible Hulk, later titled Death in the Family. Uh, And to talk about such a great uh, movie. <laughs> we have a special <laughs> guest, Brett Eagleson of the Let's Rewatch podcast, and so much more. Why don't you tell people about what it is you also do? Yeah, yeah. Um, on Let's Rewatch, uh, we watch old movies and find out if they were any good. It's usually lots of me making jokes about stuff. Uh, I'm also on uh, a D&D Twitch stream uh, on uh, Geekly Inc. on uh, moved to Thursdays now. So it's Thursdays, 11 a.m. Pacific. Uh, and I play a uh, <clears throat> I play a vagrant uh, who, who likes to whip rats with his whips and it's it's a little it's a little creepy and he talks uh in a kind of a disturbing way and uh it's you know he just gets really close to the mic and makes people feel uncomfortable uh and that's that's kind of my jam um <laughs> gives me real big salad fingers vibes <laughs> <laughs> a little a little bit uh, yeah he, i we haven't we haven't gotten to the rusty spoons yet but uh, like sure it when the red there. water comes out <laughs> Uh, and then also I make music and if you like listening to digital type music and probably eventually other types of music, uh, you can find that on Bandcamp or uh, just follow me on Twitter at Brett Eagles. Uh, and that all the links to all my crap is there. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited because now I'm also a Hulk talker. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Mouthway did just pop in the chat here because anybody listening in the future, we're streaming it today. It's hit or miss when we're going to be live over here. <laughs> but stop through and see. But uh, my boy Malfoy just stopped through here and said that uh, y'all over there on Let's Rewatch are far too nice to Space Jam. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Listen, even when the movies are bad, uh, you know, I don't think there's... <laughs> bad movies for like 90% of the time. Like most of the time there's, if it's bad, it's still fun. There's been very few times where we watched one that was just like, I hate every second of this. Why, why do I have to live through this? Um, well, I, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like especially in the last episode, your latest episode, um, the dark Knight, you had like, everybody was pretty much like, dunking on you like ready for you to be negative about it because they they somewhat they mostly enjoyed it but you were just like no no it's it's still okay movie but like but but like they just kind of started piling on top of you to be like no be negative be negative about it yeah i don't know i don't know how i got that reputation i think i didn't like two (laughs) movies in a row or something and now it's like my thing uh but I'm not, I don't hate on movies for the most part. Uh, although <laughs> I did have so much more stuff to talk about that I, I don't know if you noticed, there was like 15 minutes where I just like, I'm just going to hold all of this. And then I word vomited at the end, like, <laughs> here's a bunch of stuff I didn't talk about. Um, there's just, there's a lot to talk about with, with some of those. Uh, uh, God, that's a, that's an oldie now. <laughs> this is true. That is a 10 year old movie now, which or or 10 years plus so it was a uh, 4 15 is it 2006 or 2008 it's 2008 so it's 2008 uh, yeah 13 years holy crap so that makes me upset in a way that i don't understand why it makes me upset <laughs> because the last 21 years have just like flown by 
Yeah, I mean, because, 2021, oh. it's like, it, that didn't even happen in the last decade. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> that took me a second. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, we're talking about Incredible Hulk Returns today. Well, first, I wanted and, to, to to say, Ian, that, uh, you know, how, how are you doing today? And and how how did you find this movie before we get too much into it? So, how did I find it? Like, did I enjoy it or not? Yes. Oh, <laughs> not, or how, how did I find, did find it? Because I, <laughs> I found it through the link that you posted on the spreadsheet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so far, I first off, I'm great. How are you, Mitch? Doing well. Excellent. I'm glad. That's great to hear. I'm glad you're well. Um, I found this movie in good standing. Um, so far, the uh, 70s Hulk films are two for two with me, where I look at them and I go, you know what? There's some things I might have done different, but overall, it was a valid story, and I see what they were going for, and it's better than the Spider-Man movie TV pilot. So, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so... Just for those who, since we are, this is the first time we are live since coming back for the new year. Uh, I want to reiterate what this journey into mystery is, is all about trying to predict what the future phases of the MCU are, is going to be using Marvel movies that already existed. Last yes. year, we did all the MCU movies in anticipation of watching Black Widow, but Black Widow never showed up because she fell off a cliff <laughs> quarantine and just people being general terrible people and not wanting to quarantine or wear masks so we'll see if we get to see it this year but yeah they're postponing her debut for another 10 years <laughs> it's okay it's I'd a movie be... that takes place in the past they don't need it <laughs> i'd be so sad <laughs> just i just want to watch it disney plus release it cowards especially since it's got one of my favorite marvel characters ever in taskmaster like it has it's gonna be the big screen debut of taskmaster and i don't get to watch it it it's just sad um but you watch uh, that show that the British Taskmaster, the comedy where they do silly crap. Oh my god! <laughs> Highly recommend. <laughs> no, I've never seen it. Did, however, I did watch last week, and this is a tangent. Staged. Has anybody else watched Staged yet? It's David Tennant and Michael Sheen doing Zoom Ooh. call uh, comedy sitcom where the two of them were supposed to be in a, a play together, um, but quarantine happened, and you know the pandemic and the director of the play wants to still have them do rehearsals through zoom, which they just find to be ridiculous, but you never get to the rehearsal. Like the two of them just <laughs> bicker and, and charm their way through I've, the whole show. I've seen clips from it where they're arguing about who has more awards. Yep. And yep. like the more profitable franchises that they've been a part of. <laughs> so I guess originally it was on BBC's um, streaming platform, which I believe is called BBC player. But you can watch the first season on Hulu if you're in America. So I've watched the first season. That sounds like a lot of fun. If it's anything like um, the guys that do uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern, they have like a, another one that was uh, a riddle podcast where it's like a podcast about riddles and they never get to the riddles. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, okay. Talking about podcasts about riddles and they never get to the riddles. I want to do that kind of podcast, but I feel like that's so sketchy. Where like <laughs> it's either gonna it's either gonna work and people are gonna get it, or <laughs> it's gonna flop and people are gonna be like, it's supposed to be about riddles and they never talk about riddles. What the hell? Well, that's like I today I heard someone on a podcast talking about another podcast called uh, Denzel to Washington is the best actor. Period, and like. They were t they were like, well, that show the podcast is about Denzel Washington and his acting career. But I wanted to be I wanted to be like, what if that show wasn't? Maybe that's just the title of a statement. Like he's the best, yeah. he's the best actor. Period. And then they just talk about other stuff because there's no reason to talk about that subject anymore. <laughs> right. They've said it. Denzel Washington is the best actor. Period. Oh, no, no, that's so good. <laughs> Over on YouTube, the boy Froggy Fresh put out a song called Denzel Washington, the best actor ever. <laughs> and I feel like this applies here. Um, <clears throat> anybody in chat who wants to look it up, by all means, go for it. It's it's, it's a watch. Um, but yeah, there's that. But like, it, it just makes me nervous because like I want to start with it's called like 
podcast for magicians, but we never talk about anything to do with magic. It's it's always like, hey, so like I found a new restaurant the other day. Like super boring slice of lifey kind of podcast would be a lot of fun. <laughs> Just as dry as possible. Right? Take, take new... it to the, the beef and dairy network zone. Just like <laughs> I found a new brand of saltines that I enjoy. And then you just chew on them into the microphone. <laughs> Today we'll be doing it's like weird off brand NPR. <laughs> it's like great value NPR. <laughs> uh, that had strong vibes of the uh, uh, not salad fingers, but another David Firth uh, cartoon, <laughs> the boy who smelt funny. The, uh, yeah, they <laughs> they've banned everything. Uh, so I've got this big book of suggestions, and I'm particularly fond of suggestion 4073, which suggests that I remember different shades of gray that I've seen over my lifetime. That was pretty good. <laughs> it always feels like one step away from like a, a Mighty Boosh sketch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We have fun here, and we you do. can have fun here too if you would like to join us we on this to. beautiful journey we take every now and then on Wednesdays. We record on Wednesdays, but we're not always live on Wednesdays. Uh, so, as we went through all of the MCU movies proper, uh, we decided what better than to go through all the Marvel movies in general? We started all the way back in 1977 in the Spider Man. Uh, was it called the Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah, it was called the Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, it's a one-hour or two-hour pilot movie with commercials, so it it's very hard to watch. Uh, I didn't and, make it all the way through. It, like, it, I'll, it, I'll, I'll save you the review. <laughs> I I didn't like it. I missed the best part of the movie, uh, which was the kendo stick wielding bodyguards and uh, dressed as yeah. samurais. Just as samurais, yes. The samurai-dressed, kendo stick-wielding bodyguards that are hypnotized, so they don't actually know they're doing it, which makes me say, how'd you learn the skill? You bastards. Which but I'm on board. It's also Kung Fu. It just keeps chopping up. <laughs> which is also hilarious because like the, the company they work for that they're security guards for has absolutely nothing to do with Japanese nothing culture. With it. it just <laughs> just made the guys dress up as samurais for some reason. So point that i should have made in that one if you could hypnotize people and make them dress up as certain things to be your bodyguards wouldn't samurai be on the list i guess that's true <laughs> that's very true <laughs> i would choose i would choose and be like this feels a little problematic right? i would choose samurai in a tasteful way uh, <laughs> followed by followed by are they androids or are they really shitty animatronics? <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese zone over here. Oh, no. And bringing up the bottom of it would be very angry postal workers. <laughs> that's that's very um, uh, Double Dragon of you. <laughs> right. And it's not, like, it's not like going postal or anything like that. They're just – it's been a long day. They're fed up with your nonsense, and you didn't you didn't close your box right. That's right. Like the, <laughs> so, they're not going to fight you. They're just going to give you really seething attitude. <laughs> that would be my bodyguards. Anyway, I digress. So as uh, we went on, it, w- it was the first Incredible Hulk uh, made for TV movie, which was also the pilot for the 1977 show. That goes into this movie, which is the second pilot movie made for the incredible hulk 1977 uh tv show so uh bill bixby is returning as bruce or i'm sorry david banner and bruce banner david bruce banner and lou ferrigno is our hulk uh brett how did you were you able to understand the movie with a little bit of the a recap that they gave you at the beginning I don't know how you could not understand the movie <laughs> after 15 minutes of recapping right. exactly how he became the Hulk in excruciating detail. <laughs> it, it could have been, hey, he's the Hulk uh, radiation or something. All right, go. Like, that could have been the recap and I would have been fine. 
Yeah, there was actually so much recap that it actually might have obfuscated a little bit the story because it was like, yeah, what what do you need to know about the Hulk? Oh, he's got radiation and he's big now. Like, you know, but we, yeah, it was like literally, there's, I think it was like five minutes at the beginning. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I love the um, the actual intro montage that they put together with like the they just held a thing in front of a light and it put a cross on his face mm-hmm. like he was doing science. Uh, <laughs> Adjust the light. Know. I'm doing science. <laughs> like that was actually really fun. Uh, but I, I don't think audiences needed the explanation. I don't feel like they did either, but uh, it's there and it's it's definitely a big chunk of the movie. And then out of nowhere, David Banner comes in with that glorious looking beard <laughs> Uh, if, if you were watching this live, you will notice that all three of us have a pretty substantial beard growing. That makeup <laughs> for his drawn on beard rough. was rough. <laughs> I got to wonder if like back in the day when, you know, CRT TVs were they, what they were and much smaller screens, if that was, if it was as noticeable. I mean, I don't want to jump too far ahead here, but along with the terrible beard, it's kind of on the same spot as when the Hulk is fighting the bear in the swamp and you can see green coming off on the bear. (laughs) Oh, man. We talked about this last episode, too. We talked about that there is somewhere in the future of the Incredible Hulk TV series where Lou Ferrigno, as the Hulk, has to fight a bear. And mm-hmm. it was this episode. I did not know it was going to be the next thing. I didn't know. Nope. <laughs> that was truly shocking to see. I was Just, so excited. Because <laughs> I was watching that and I was like, all right, the close-ups, that's a stuffed bear. And then like, the, there's a part where like they got a shot of it, of it hugging him and that's a guy in a suit. But like the wide shot. That's oh, a bear. Is that? Is that? Oh, fuck. That's a real bear. It's that's a real bear. A, that's a oh, bear. my God. <laughs> the best thing of that is the fact that in the close-ups you can see the green paint coming off on the bear Uh and then after the fact he just fucking yeets it across the lake so far and the bear gets up like shit i don't want none of that so uh brett just because i am a huge fan of let's rewatch and i also am a friend of yours and sam's i want to know did sam watch this and did she get upset when she saw the bear get hurt get injured get get fake fight uh no but she was upset at other elements of this wonderful movie uh um yeah the bear i mean obviously they didn't need a bear uh but like i don't know like people weren't nice to bears like the trained fighting bears back in the day like that was a real thing and uh yeah, probably should have felt more sad for the bear, but we were there was so much other stuff to be like, what what's going on here? Uh, <laughs> the bear, I think that one, the rattlesnake, the, the shock of seeing a bear overrode like <laughs> any thoughts about the morality of bear. Right <clears throat> now, I would also like to go on record and say that this movie, for anybody who hasn't seen it, was made in the seventies and is definitely a product of its time. So there may or may not be some things in there that make you go, huh. Uh, or have other feelings there, like they're in. But for what it was, it was worth the watch. It's campy and fun. I, you know, I enjoyed it overall. Like just, just like I watched the last one. It was, mm-hmm. it wasn't so horrible that I like just wanted to rip my hair out. Um, like unfortunately, in the next movie that we're going to be doing that one is going to be rip your hair out kind of bad. So just prepare yourself for that. No! (laughs) No! I don't want to! You can't make me. (laughs) I'll show up in defiance. The only truly troubling thing in this movie, uh, 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 before we get to all the fun, good stuff about it, was uh, and what Sam was upset about is the... uh, I can't even remember her name. The late, the, the 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 woman in the movie, uh, the uh, the crutch girl. Right. Oh yeah. Yes. And, the one that's being gaslit. Or not, every yeah. single part of everything she did was problematic in a big way. Uh, <laughs> like the you know the damsel in distress. Like oh, like we don't do that so much anymore. Like uh, 
and the the very weird because uh, she's like I'm se- what what she, he died last year when I was seventeen. Uh, I was like, or she didn't say last year. She says when I was seventeen. I was like, how old are you supposed to be? Because that implies that you're older than seventeen. But also, you're talking like this, and like they're framing you like a child. And it's like it was. Yeah, this very it was much older. It was uncomfortable, definitely. <laughs> or the scene when he hulks out and like takes her out of the bedroom upstairs, um, and she's making like the don't, 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 and then like it cuts away and they're outside the room and all you hear is uh, 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 and like Sam's like that's not struggle sound. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was definitely having a good time because she was like. <laughs> Help me, big strong David. Like, <laughs> it sure is nice to have a big strong looking out for my well being man around the house. <laughs> so, how, how'd you feel about uh, William Daniels showing up, uh, Mr. Feeney being the, the bad doctor? Right. <laughs> it took me a second because I was like, that's not Feeney. There's no mustache. And then there was something that he said. I can't remember what it was. And I was like, nope. That's that's young man Feeney right there. Before he was lovingly teaching us, he was cruelly poisoning a girl. Before he was the voice of Kit the Car from Night Rider. <laughs> but it's it's the same look he does in 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 Boy Meets World. It's like mm-hmm. I was like, is that is that Mr. Feeney? And Sam's like, that's Mr. Feeney. And I was like, no. And then he starts talking, and he starts talking like this. And I was like, oh, like that's how he, what he, how he talks all the time. That that he like tell he like looks over his glasses at you all the time. Yeah, and it's like. What's the point of your glasses, Feeney? <laughs> like, come on. You need them. And then... Uh, uh, so, go ahead, Brett. I was just uh, remembering more of the the uh, Feeney's big moment in, in the office. And, like, clearly expositing about the x-rays. And, like, <laughs> an expert analyzing these x-rays would... <laughs> call them legitimate and like well why'd you even keep the, the fake ones or why'd you even keep the, the oh it's fine i'll come back later this afternoon for them and dispose of them properly just burn them it's Get the hubris it's the hubris of being the villain no one's ever going to catch you because you're just too darn smart <laughs> also the lead uh farmhand guy uh, I forget the name of the actor, which is terrible. But uh, if you watch the, and he's been in lots of things. He was a, uh, it's it's Gerald McRaney. He was a, if if you remember, um, a TV show. I believe it was Hunter and Hunter or something like that. But then he was also um, in the A Team movie with Bradley Cooper and uh, Liam oh. Neeson. So, but he's got he's yeah he's in lots of things. You you've seen him. He's one of those type of players. I'm sorry, it was Simon and Simon, not Hunter and Hunter. But yeah, he's been in lots of things. So he could have been a little more fun at like you know being the weird like literal cuck character of the of the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, because I was like, you know, that's a position that some people find themselves in, and I'm sure they would have their feelings hurt. But his whole stance on it, it like the way they wrote him in, was just like, "Women, folks, is property." And like, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> come on, man!" I need, I need that as a soundbite, not for what you said, but for how you said it, <laughs> so that way I can hit people with it in the future when they're being shitty. <laughs> Again, someone soundboard me because like again it's just the way you said it was perfect <laughs> women folks is property <laughs> meanwhile but he has to take his orders from the women folk because she's the one with the plan first to off her husband and then uh when it didn't work out to off her stepdaughter poison her stepdaughter to the point where like after I think what eight or nine doses of this certain drug, uh, making it so that at first she couldn't walk and then eventually just debilitating her to the point where she dies. Yeah. That was a weird, I, yeah. I kind of wanted, that's one of those things where I wanted a little more info on the poison. Mm-hmm. Like, cause we never really, fi- we didn't find out. Right. No, that oh. it didn't, it didn't happen. I, and I missed it. <laughs> I did I did some trivia research on that because I was curious too, but it turned out that it was Cusco's poison, the poison chosen specifically to kill Cusco. Uh, that poison. Yeah, that's that's the one that it was. 
That makes sense. That tracks. Yeah. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. But hey, but no, I'm right there with you. I would have loved to have known a little bit more about the, the poisoning plot. Cause it felt very much. So just like we have to get rid of her. I don't know. I know a doctor poisoner, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's, Cause it's, this is the, it always sounds like I'm only criticizing, but they're coming from the things that I liked about the movie, which is I liked that unlike the current MCU stuff, this was a movie where the whole, and, and, and David Bruce Banner, uh, had to be smart yes. <laughs> and not just Hulk. And the Hulk was actually a liability and not like time to save the day. I'm always angry bitches. And like it, you know, it wasn't. It was the investigation part it was fun, mm-hmm. but they limited that to that drug ain't red. <laughs> well, okay. And that was uh, it. Was, that was all he did. <laughs> I was happy that they addressed it in the 80 minutes of recap of the fact <laughs> that um, they called him a, uh, like, a, a, like a medical doctor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Fair. All right. Now you've addressed him as a, as a medical doctor who would have this knowledge, and he's not just smart because doctor. Yeah, because <laughs> Brett, we have come to notice that in the MCU or in a lot of comic book uh, uh, movies or just comic books in general, if you are a doctor in any science, any science, you know all sciences. So, yeah. uh, you know, you have uh, Bruce Banner in the MCU. Even though he is a gamma radiologist, whatever you want to call it, he knows about how how to be a physician, how to do, uh, you know, geology or whatever it is, whatever science that comes up, he is he's the guy, the go to guy. Oh, for sure, uh, yeah, the uh, the secondary PhD just right in my pocket, <laughs> right? Uh, but you you know, it's not that far fetched. I mean, that's kind of it. Kind of echoes how the real world works. If you own a computer. Your grandparents have asked you to fix any technical problem they've ever had. That, it's that just fair. that if you've ever dealt with any part of any one thing, that you know all of the thing. It's true. Which so is why, fair. Why not here? I just think it's really funny that it's like, oh no, no, you're not a you're not a physicist. You're science. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> so you know all science at that point. Yeah. Uh, is, is there's not enough un-baking? googling. <laughs> <laughs> is this done baking i don't know i'm just a scientist science is cooking you should know <laughs> uh I, but to bring up the point that like the hulk being a, a a uh hindrance is the part when we get to the quicksand of course there's going to be just random quicksand in the middle well, of why this wouldn't there land. be quicksand <laughs> but it's every possible trope that they could have <laughs> like poison quicksand rattlesnake bear (laughs) evil doctor like this was every movie weird living outside the homeless drunk maybe prospector (laughs) but also war veteran who also had a son who was a war veteran but died (laughs) all right but i loved that character he was like significantly the most fleshed out and human anyone in the movie by such a long shot that it kind of was when they went back to the other plot it was like wait oh no <laughs> oh no this is not as good as it as i was as it was a minute ago <laughs> i would have watched a, i would have watched a whole movie on michael's descent into alcoholism and rehab see and I would have watched a whole movie of Michael just teaching the Hulk what things are. Like, <laughs> no, 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 that that's class. glass. Don't eat that. <laughs> I, like I should let him. I like how everybody's first thing that they ask the Hulk isn't, what the hell are you? Or like, why are you green? It's, can't you speak? What are you, dumb? Why is it? Your, why aren't you wearing a shirt? <laughs> what what happened to your clothes? <laughs> Also, like, yeah, was was it Michael was the dude's name? He mm-hmm. had, so he was outside wearing like a torn up shirt as a belt and his pants. He had the whiskey bottle in his back pocket, and that you could see through the pants to the whiskey bottle. And his shirt was torn up. And he's like, "I got a spare shirt for you, pal." And it's just this pristine, like brand new shirt. It's just like, all right, and, hold on, <laughs> and perfectly white shoes. Oh yeah. These- yeah. These shoes were not dirty. They were out the box. I'm surprised he didn't have to pull like the tissue paper out of the shoes <laughs> when he put them on. 
it's speaking <sighs> speaking of all the tropes a thing that i had only seen in cartoons up until this point he hid in the water and used a reed to breathe air <laughs> to hide yeah. from the bad guys like, like i've only seen that happen in cartoons yeah but like he's a he's a war vet so obviously he knows how to do that <laughs> it's true i mean yeah I, and i i wonder how popular of a reference that actually was at the time i mean it's like, true it it could have been a thing that never happened before so at this point looking back we're like <laughs> i see yeah. what you did and back then this they were like that's that that yeah <laughs> yeah totally uh, but yes, like I was saying earlier, uh, the Hulk was a hindrance when he came to the quicksand because he's so big, he's just going to start sinking faster to the point where she just has to believe that she can walk or stand up. And thus, she Every can overcome. Every single thing was problematic. Every well, it was they bad. Did say, they did say that she was unable to walk after the after the explosion because of weird psycho like psychosomatic trauma. And she just she Ricky Bobby herself. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. And the 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 medication that they were giving it that they were giving her, uh, you know, attributed to making her weaker. But still, the whole like you can just do it if you do it like mentality. Me. Is I'm bad. a scientist. Damn it! <laughs> I, you can overcome disability with the power of the mind. Trust me, I've got a PhD. Oh, okay. <laughs> To, to go along with the, the Ricky Bobby comparison here, they didn't have a steak knife for her to just jab herself with to convince her that she could still use her legs. That, that wasn't available, and no one knew of that tactic. That wasn't until many years later when science himself, Ricky Bobby, decided this is the best course of treatment for myself. So we can't fault her for this. I'm sorry. Medicine was not this advanced. You're right. So, do you guys know how strong is this iteration of the Hulk? Have you watched any more of this series? We we well, haven't. And we talked about this last episode uh, because every iteration that we've seen of the Hulk in other mediums, he's much stronger than this version of the Hulk, right? Like, even when he's throwing around the the guys throwing around them in the in the bunkhouse like i feel like they should be a lot more hurt and damaged or even split apart but they, they're barely getting moved by the incredible hulk yeah he's well, just like a strong guy he's, yeah <laughs> the power of the hulk is just being lou ferrigno <laughs> <laughs> well, okay i'm gonna i'm gonna ask this directly to chat and because i'm asking directly to chat anybody out there in post chat land listening to this in the future hit me with the science if if you're if if you have a phd you know the science on how to do this um <laughs> how strong would he have to be to be able to yeet a bear like he did Ooh, a wet bear too you a got wet that water weight a wet yeah, struggling with, bear yes so for him to just yeet, get him like across the across the damn swamp how strong do you got to be? Let's say, let, let's call it like 50 yards that he hucked this bear. Because it, it was a sizable distance, right? Oh, yeah. yeah so like, it, was, it was a throw. Like, the bear wasn't coming back. No. <laughs> the, the bear got up and said, what the hell? And, <laughs> at, okay. Malfoy says at least stronger than DiCaprio. At least. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's fair. a good call. That's a good call. <laughs> so, but like, okay, he can eat a bear, but like, he was he going to drown in the quicksand? Was that a like? It was unclear if that was actually a danger to the Hulk. No, nah, because so, he just keeps getting angry, so he just like never dies. Because the Hulk is just <laughs> like, I don't need oxygen anymore. I'm mad. Yeah, does the Hulk breathe? The Hulk does breathe. So we'll throw that out, but he would eventually hit b- bottom, and I would assume that his l- leg muscles would have been uh, strong enough to push him through, like push, like make him jump okay. out with with the leap that he pulls after that to help yeah. get them to the ranger station. Correct, plausible. <laughs> well, I wonder because because it's quicksand, it's it's dirt and water, and I'm I assume that the pressure increase is a little lower, so there might be an equilibrium point where he's like floating oh 
Mm. You know, he might not ever make it to the, he might not ever get to jump. However, if you shoot the Hulk, most of the times bullets will just bounce off because he's so dense. So if he's dense enough, it might get you, he might, he might go down far enough. Do they but, ever gun uh, down Lou Ferrigno? They yes. did in the first in episode. In the first one, he gets shot in the arm and it does draw blood. Ooh. So if we're getting nitpicky on this, he's not denser than a, than a gunshot. This is true. <laughs> right. This is true. But he did get hit with two by fours in this one and they just shatter. So, okay. Maybe he's more in touch with the Hulk and thusly bulletproof now. I mean, we don't I, see him. Yeah. I would assume the more he hulks out, the, the stronger he gets, the more dense he gets, the more, more invulnerable he gets. And how often does he irradiate himself at the end of the show? Because uh, his powers could change every episode if they did that. <laughs> this is true. So in this episode, he finds himself some type of... I mean, it's obviously an MRI machine, but they call it an X-ray machine. And like the idea is to... Uh, it's oh, multiplex. <laughs> sorry. The, to bombard himself with a different type of radiation to cancel out the gamma radiation in his body to hopefully get rid of the Hulk. Um, so as he does that, or as he's trying to get, get into this hospital to, to use this machine, that's when he sees, uh, Mr. Feeney as a doctor, uh, office and, and gets all the clues. Then at the end of the episode, they sneak him into the hospital once again to try and, bombard himself and he's like i don't know if it worked i did it but we'll see i'll just have to keep walking around and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna stay here with you because i could just turn into this monster in the middle of the night whenever so mitch i have something real quick to say i have a problem with what you just said uh, you <laughs> called him, you called him mr feeney he didn't go to all that time he didn't go to all that school <laughs> to be called mr feeney it's dr feeney i'm i'm sorry please it's please dr. put some respect on him i mean I assume, because as the way that Boy Meets World goes, he eventually becomes a college professor. Shouldn't I be using Professor Feeney then? Because like, that's I figure the higher... he's still a doctor. Yeah, but professor is higher than doctor in titles. Is it? I believe so. Chat, help me out. Is Professor st- is I almost said is Professor stronger than doctor? <laughs> <laughs> is Professor I, is a it? higher rank? I don't even worry about. I'm chat. just I'm thinking about. Hold on college <laughs> and like their professors don't even need degrees i think you have to have a master's degree don't you well a master's degree is, is less higher than a, than a no it's not you're you're absolutely right but okay. i just nope, you're right professor is a higher rank than doctor however to become a professor a doctor has to work harder and dedicate more time and energy into the field of his or her expertise the journey of both titles begins with the doctorate or phd see so it says google's the only reason yeah. i know this the only reason i know this is because of doctor who because river song becomes a professor and that makes her higher than the doctor <laughs> <laughs> Well played, River. You would, right? Exactly. <laughs> petty. petty, but like just the right kind of petty. Like <laughs> that, that smart petty, where she can go, ah, ah, professor, and the doctor would just go, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so, at yeah, the- this radiation thing. Uh, it's you ever watch Rocco's Modern Life? I think yeah. they had an episode. Uh, where they were doing something and it was like the garbage smelled real bad and they couldn't figure out how to make the garbage stop smelling bad. And the end answer out. ended up being you add more garbage to it because stink plus st- bad smell plus bad smell equals good smell. And I feel like that's what he was trying to do at the end of this was like, I am irradiated. I need to become unirradiated. Let's add more radiation <laughs> to that. And maybe radiation plus radiation is cure it's, and i don't know i mean a negative time and times a negative makes a positive it's it's math it's science it's all science do they not have because okay this this was in the 70s so we're in the middle of like like arms race stuff going on right now right or getting close to it at least so do they not have any sort of like rad x or like rad away or like means <laughs> of getting rid of radiation poisoning well, it's uh, much easier for David Banner to sneak into a a, a a little hospital than it is for him to sneak into any bases, I assume. I figure that's something you just have at the hospital. Somebody's like, oh, I got a radiating. It was it was the Russians. And they're like, damn, get him in here. 
<laughs> we gotta suck the radiation out like a snake bite. <laughs> like, yeah, I love I love it too. Know. Like when she's she has to cut his leg open or like cut like crot, cut cut across the the snake bite and then suck the poison out. And I'm like, I don't think this That's is the best thing for her to be doing. <laughs> nope. And it's going to be a few years before y'all learn about AIDS, but it's going to be a sad time. <laughs> and, like, that dude's leg had to be so gross. Like, he doesn't shower. She poured whiskey on it. Hello. It's fine now. But she said That's she didn't just know what was wet worse. dirt. <laughs> <laughs> she turned a dirt leg into a mud leg and sucked on it. <laughs> she got mud lips. Hey, I... We we don't kink shame in this house. We kink same, okay? So maybe you should give it a shot. No. <laughs> no. That's, that's not for me. Anybody who's into anybody who's into mud legging, uh <laughs> y'all can keep it. I'm I'm not gonna judge you, but I'm just gonna say, not for me. <laughs> More weird dirt whiskey legs for you. <laughs> However, you know, you have to say that uh, Michael sobered up quite a bit by the end of the episode where he's now caretaker for this young woman or at least her valet, uh, so to speak. Like, she's I, he's going to be her Alfred. I choose I valet. that guy drive any car. <laughs> uh, this is another another example of the the problematic nature of the all you have to do is just stop fucking up you know you, you don't want to be an alcoholic anymore just stop like oh go oh, no he's he <laughs> you can't just he, he's gonna crash a car is what's gonna happen here <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why that's why banner leaves he doesn't want to be around for that fiasco <laughs> he's like I know when my work here is done and uh, this is going to crash and burn in like three weeks. So (laughs) Uh, put my name on the will so that I can maybe start having money to research myself and uh, I'll see you guys in three years. I don't know. I missed the first episode. Uh, How? Because his whole thing was like, I can't reveal that I'm still alive because because I because my wife died wasn't his wife so, it was his science partner uh but i mean his wife does die in the beginning of the, the the show but that's like a flashback this is like his in in the in the movie it's his science partner his lab partner so to speak that uh eventually um reveals that she had feelings for him but it's as she's dying and it's it's a it's it, yeah it's actually a uh, a way to convey that um Banner doesn't remember things that happen when he's the Hulk, but the Hulk remembers things that happen when he was Banner. Okay, so so she died, and he thinks that the Hulk might have killed her or something. I don't know because he was like, "I can't." There's a crime that I can't prove that I didn't commit, and Sam was just like, "That's not how crimes work. You have <laughs> they have to prove you did it." <laughs> so, so that, that I think it's. I think it's kind of one of the things where he's like, all right, so I don't know if I did it, which means the Hulk probably did it. And the Hulk is already wanted for murder. So like, maybe it's just better if I'm dead. Yeah. There was a lab (laughs) explosion and that, that reporter that you saw at the end of the, at the end of the movie, uh, reporter journalist McGee, he, uh, he's the one that first start you know, started writing about the Hulk and he blames the Hulk for the death of Dr. Banner and uh, Lana something. And freaking jerk it's showing up at the at the uh the building and like the secretary is like hold on a minute and he sits there tapping his freaking coin on the counter like like i'm waiting i'm waiting (laughs) yeah but he's also the dude that caused the lab explosion because he was somewhere where he shouldn't have been and he spilled some very like flammable chemicals onto each other and that's what started the fire and he was like oh time to go and just like dipped out so he's the criminal so really, he's the murderer. Unknowingly, he's the one that caused the the explosion. Yeah. Wait, but, what do you mean unknowingly? He started a fire. No, no, I he didn't start he the fire. He knocked over some chemicals that then fell into some other chemicals, but he didn't realize that he knocked it over. He, so I got like manslaughter. <laughs> so like manslaughter. So yes, yeah, yes. 
does was he aware that he knocked stuff over? No. Like yeah. he'll just walk around was and he? fucking like bumble into shit. Yeah, because like, he, he like because uh, Banner walks in right. to to the thing because he had to go into this like supply closet where McGee was hiding. He walks in and McGee stumbles back and knocks the thing over. Just kind of looks. And then, like, looks back at Banner as it's, like, leaking out. And Banner's more worried about, like, why is this dude in my lab, right? Like, that's a very reasonable, like, response to have. Which, first off, hold up, you knock something over. There's something explosive in there. Maybe we should look to see if it's going to blow something up. But no. Hey, fuck you, McGee. Uh, let's get you out of my lab. And then we're going to stand really close. I'm going to talk to you like this. And I'm going to tell you, you won't like me when I'm angry. And then everything explodes. With Alana still in the, in the lab. Alana still inside. Who, instead of leaving, just decided to yell for David. <laughs> so that that was a chemical whose color he couldn't identify. Uh, yes. And he, he didn't know it was flammable. Correct. Okay. So he's right. very good at... I think that's why he now understands and is an encyclopedia of chemical colors <laughs> i need to study my damn chemistry because the last building i worked at exploded because i right. didn't the mess right because i put something that reacted with metal shavings near metal shavings oh, and oy, oy. boom <laughs> <laughs> so PhD. yes uh the, the the hulk does remember things that banner did but the Banner does not remember things that Hulk did because when Hulk like pulled Alana out of the fire as she was dying, she said something to him like, you know, you can't hurt anybody. And just so you know, David, I've always loved you or something like that. And and when you see Banner later on at the gravesite, he's like, I'm sure that in another life we uh, you might have actually loved me. Like so he didn't know that that's what something she said to the Hulk. So but- it's to set up later on that he doesn't understand. He doesn't know things that the Hulk knows. And I do like that. I want to make a point off of what she said and how it carries over into this one. I like that we have this like gentle giant of a Hulk who really only fights people when people act up. He could get angry and turn to the Hulk and it's really kind of easy to calm him down. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of gets confused and it's just like, oh, okay, what do we got going on here? You got food? That's pretty dope. I'll eat it bones and all. Hey, is this a no, that's glass? Okay. <laughs> like he just kind of turns into this like, giant child and i kind of like that because that's not a take that we've gotten on the hulk because usually he hulks out and breaks everything and it's like i have to be careful because i'll accidentally kill people (laughs) that's not really this hulk's mo like david banner is like oh i'm really mad about it all right so now i'm the hulk cool i feel like they were building towards that in the mcu and they skipped the whole thing where he went from child to just like totally chill dude in in uh endgame well, in in Ragnarok, like he's a little bit further along. We talked about this when we talked with when we had Pat on the show. Like he's he's forming full sentences. He's kind of yeah. having conversations. Like he understands that uh, you know, uh bad guy, monster, I should go fight, but like they're like no, don't. This we need this to happen. He's like, "Oh, okay." Like walk away kind of thing. Like he's having uh, a relationship with um Tessa Thompson's character with Valkyrie. He's like, "Hey, angry girl." Hey, angry guy, like, you know, <laughs> I, I think that if you would, if they would have kept going on, like he would have matured more. And then eventually we get intelligent Hulk or whatever you want to call him at, at in game. That's banner. because of the, because they merged the two together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were, they, they had the progression. I just wish they would have spent more time on it because it was actually kind of interesting. And I feel like there's. I don't know. Maybe I don't want a Hulk solo movie again, but like there was like a plot line in there where they could have done something where it was plot and not just like, uh, it kind of felt like his whole personality change was just set decoration for, for the rest of the plot that was going on. Honestly, I would have taken a movie that was, um, Tony Stark, Hank Pym and, uh, and Bruce Banner. And there's no action in it. It's kind of just like the plot of, of 12 Angry Men, just not with court. They're just, it's a, it's a bottle movie. They're stuck in a room trying to figure out science and they're just yelling at each other. And uh, Bruce becomes the Hulk, but it, he's totally cool with himself. So he's just like big, angry Bruce now. <laughs> <laughs> and Hank Pym keeps disappearing because he's like, I, I need to go for a walk. And he shrinks down and has to like, and walks like three miles, but it's really only like a foot. Uh, like it would have been a great movie. I want that movie. That could have been more of his 
emotional development. Do they ever build a Hulk-sized Ant-Man suit? <laughs> no. How, I would... Because that's that's the that's the one way I can think of that you could just amplify the Hulk's power to uh, beyond all oh, possible reckoning. Wow. Yeah. How do you? Oh, yeah, you make you, the you spaces make between the molecules. Yeah. God. And then he's just like <laughs> <laughs> little, little tiny little tiny Hulk punch is like decimating planets at that point. <laughs> <laughs> you just fling the whole the tiny ball. Yeah, no kidding. Oh wow! Uh, get like a like a wrist rocket and just like like shoot him at people. <laughs> That'd be scary. Well, there goes your sternum. Yeah, <laughs> have that one do pull, go into Thanos. Ooh. Oh, little tiny Ant Man Hulk up Thanos' butt. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Tune in it next week on Journey into Mystery. We have visuals for that. <laughs> It would have been so disappointing if that's what happened, and yet also I'm sad I didn't get to see it. Thanos was I, my favorite of the, of the absolute absolute favorite. Oh, it's the best. I wish that, I wish that they would have at least like put it in the movie as like like a throwaway line. Like, all right, how do we get him? <clears throat> I could crawl up his butt. <laughs> no, <laughs> like what? No, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> what? Nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then Pim what? would have been in his ear being like, don't say that. Don't that. No, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> been fantastic. Like a really good nod. Kind of like how in um, X3, we got the juggernaut actually saying, I'm the juggernaut bitch. A very good nod to the memes around it. Very self-aware, very fun. It would have been a good inclusion. Marvel, I think this is my one per show. Hello, I'd like to work with you. Bring me on the writing staff. Hi. <laughs> I feel like maybe that move is just too strong. Like if they would have if they would have gone full Thanos, <laughs> like there's no other credible threat in the universe. Like that's just how you solve your problems in the MCU. <laughs> Until they try to do it to Adam Warlock, and he's like, I have the perfect sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> Magic kegels. <laughs> I have the pelvic floor of a god. I was See? built by the... <laughs> built by the perfect people to have the perfect ass. <laughs> Brett, did you, you ever think that you get get to have a conversation like this on the three watch? <laughs> oh, they would they wouldn't let me get this far. No. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Journey into Mystery, where I make memes and Mitch just groans about it. <laughs> I think that man, I think that kind of sums up our podcasting dynamic a little bit, a little bit. So, as we we go in in this show, what is it that, if anything, from this particular movie having to do with the Hulk, would you like to see in a future MCU movie? Is there anything that they did particularly well with the character? I think the best thing that that happened, uh, well, the two best things that they did is, one, they made him have to do an investigation, Mm -hmm. uh, which... Honestly, like the seventies murder mystery plot sucks, and like it's just it hasn't aged well. Uh, it was probably dope for the time, but uh, like I don't think I feel like the Hulk didn't need to be in this particular movie <laughs> for it to, for everything that happened to have also happened with any other character, you know, uh, outside of like busting out of the thing. But I want like I want a smart Hulk to solve a problem like that. I just that appeals to me. I want him to like, you know, somebody disappears in and he's like, well, I'll, I'll like, you know, CSI enhance like something. <laughs> See, I feel like I, you could do an enhance. Yeah, I'll I'll jump on that. I think it'd be really cool to see. Like, I know that through the deal for the Hulk, we can't have a we can't have a standalone Hulk movie. Right. And I'm OK with that. But I would like to see him be <clears throat> less of a sidekick. And more of a partner as Banner. Okay. If, like, 
am just more like, all right, let's let's put our heads together and really think about this. Like to to be not the brain, but the brain, because you know he's not a villain. But uh, to to be a part of something in like the like the thought tank behind it, as opposed to just being like, hey, science guy, can you triangulate radiation or something? Just science and find the thing. Like, <laughs> and he's like, okay. I would like to see him with more agency. And I feel like this did that really well of giving him enough of his own thought and capability. One thing out of these last two movies that I would love to see, and I know this is sound weird, especially since uh, what we said in the last episode, but I kind of would like to see McGee, the journalist, and it doesn't necessarily need to be McGee, but like, as we've seen in the past for the Hulk in the MCU, the the military, especially General Ross, is his enemy, right? It's his foil. It's his antagonist. Now that we have the smart Hulk uh, and everybody widely accepts him, why not have this journalist that's his foil that's like constantly pinning things on him that have apps that might not have anything to do with him or he is tangentially involved in it's like, no, he's 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 radiating gamma radiation everywhere he goes. And I've got the investigation that shows he's actually giving people cancer that he's trying to save or saving, so to speak. Like, I don't know. I just think that'd be kind of a different type of uh, version of what the Hulk has. It's not something that he can just fight. He's not going to, he's not going to punch the, the, the explosives out of the air. Like he does when general Ross fires upon him. So what does he do? He has to go to the court of opinion, public opinion and be like, no, it's not me. Or maybe that that's even how he introduces his cousin, Jennifer Walters, she Hulk into it. It's like, this guy's, you know, like slandering me and on, on the newspaper. Like, I know it's not a, a great like action packed kind of storyline, but it'd be something different, right? Then we get our Hulk, like our team Hulk based courtroom drama that I was talking about. <laughs> it's true. It's true. We get law and order oh, Hulk great. team. Like, <laughs> and dun, we get dun. Of, yeah, we get lots of like, ching ching. And it's <laughs> 10 AM Brooklyn. And they're like eating a bagel, and he's like, "So he's just been like slandering me." And she's like, "You've got a case, Chang Chang, courtroom. <laughs> Why are you slandering my cousin?" Like, fantastic. There's a script. Hi, Marvel. I would love to write this movie for you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of jury, Hulk stand before you today. <laughs> oh God, I love it. <laughs> You have big ass Hulk in a suit that's slightly too small, trying to sit in like at the stand. So his knees are like up here. He's just like Hulk. No, understand why here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, do you remember the old SNL sketch, uh, Frozen, unfrozen caveman lawyer? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly that. It'd be exactly. Uh, it'd be just like that. So. God. Uh, Honestly, I mean, other than that, I couldn't really think of anything that would be great for um, showing up further along in the in the MCU um, because we're we're past the point of Banner having to just disguise himself and walk from town to town because at this point in the MCU, people love him. People love the Hulk. We had kids coming up to him and taking pictures with him, and he and he's dabbing, you know, kind of thing. Uh, so it's it's so not. That's- it's, what was that? That scene in that scene in particular. I hate uh, that scene. I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, and th- this would anger so many people, but if the Hulk showed up in a in an upcoming film as a bad guy, uh, because uh, I I have I went on this rant uh, uh, on our uh, on Let's Rewatch about uh, I'm here for it. Hit me with Holly. It. A lot of Hollywood writers are up their own butts a little bit uh, with symbolism and uh, especially with the superhero movies like you are if you are good, you do all of the good. And Captain America's like, yes, I do. And then, uh, you know, if you're science, you do all of the science and like, oh, no, your problem is morals. And like this one is now uh, Hulk. He's angry or he's like pacifist scientist but now he's a narcissist and once you've crossed into narcissism you're in the seven deadly sins zone and you're gonna watch this this wasn't the hulk's final form 
this was yet another step on, into like narcissist. Uh, I actually am the best Avenger Hulk. Uh, and, and soon it's going to be like, who needs the Avengers? You know, it's, I, I feel like they could easily walk into that and it would make sense on the progression that they're on for him. Okay. I mean, if we want to run with that, we already got a little bit like a taste of like planet Hulk out of Ragnarok. But if they wanted to go with that, we could get like, like a, a planet Hulk kind of thing where it's Hulk versus the Avengers. Cause he's the best and they're just jealous. Oh, that, I mean, that's world war Hulk. That would be great. That's, yes. That, that's what I was thinking of yeah. there. Sorry. We could definitely have that where he, he essentially has gets his own Hulk people to, to go up against the Avengers. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. So there you go. Look out. I'm predicting it. <laughs> right. I'd, I'd be really down for that. I mean, that could totally be a future. Since he can't have his own standalone movie, that could be a future Avengers movie. Like, what happens when the Avengers have to take on the Hulk? Because he's become problematic. You know, he's become he's become an issue, which he was at the beginning, you know, kind of thing. So I can see it. Avengers. Yeah. World War World War Hulktron? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think we're ever bringing back Ultron into the MCU. I just... But, but Hulktron, though. Well. No, they did not but, do that one well. But but it's Hulktron. It's not Ultron. See? It's, it's, it's the little differences. Uh, it's the little it's, differences. It's a big Hulk fighting Ultron who took over the Hulkbuster armor. <laughs> I mean, that's what I wanted. That's not terrifying. Uh, <laughs> rest in peace, the world. Nobody's getting out alive. Not even you, Ultron, coming at you. Meanwhile, Hank Pym is like, I'm just going to shrink down and go to this other world. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Last time I was down here, I built a, I built a city all by myself with hookers and blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> so the basic building blocks of matter. Yes, yes, they are. <laughs> it's in everybody's DNA. <laughs> I can't. I can't go to outro. Yes. To- <laughs> One more time, Brett. Uh, where can people find you online, and where you know where is it that they can uh, listen to you? Uh, in lieu of a whole spiel, follow me on Twitter at Bread Eagles, uh, and uh, there's links. And uh, yeah, listen to my music. Um, buy, buy the album. It's I think it's pay what you want, or it's like five bucks or something. But it's uh, it's got good music. Go listen to it. It's it's the thing I wish people would listen to more. And if you have uh, any, oh, and let's rewatch and stuff too. You know, just it, all the links are there. <laughs> it's all there. Get, get on Twitter. I, if uh, I haven't. I haven't said it yet, but, uh, you know, if you, if you don't go at least check out the music, then I might have to fly across this keyboard and fight somebody about it. So like, (laughs) you know, maybe, maybe you do it though. Okay. I tried to get in there before Ian threatened to fight anybody, but (laughs) I wasn't quick enough. It it didn't happen. Uh, Every week, somebody catching hands. It's going to (laughs) happen. I'm just back here. Like I'm just back here. Like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm just gonna great, say great for stream bad for podcasts yeah that's true. Exactly. <laughs> that, that bit is specifically for people who can see this so make sure you tune in every wednesday when we're streaming <laughs> yeah you just air punch people uh you want to talk to me talk to me about uh this movie or the next three uh incredible hulk movies that we will eventually have come up because this was the return of the incredible hulk not to be confused with the hulk, the incredible hulk returns which is later on Boy. uh <laughs> that's uh, a naming choice yep <laughs> we will you can find me on twitter i'm at Michipedia. g-e-m g-e-m stands for geek elite media ian where can people find you online <clears throat> <clears throat> have to get my radio voice ready hold on <clears throat> hello my name is ian you can find me Right here on Twitch, if you're already in chat, then you already know. But if you're not, and you want to catch some of these sweet, sweet ear tones coming at you, find me at twitch.tv slash Ianflux, and on Twitter, at Ianflux12, or on Instagram, at Ianflux. I'd love to see you around, so come hang out while I be bad at video games and try to talk about pop culture and movies.
how hard can you crank that that uh, internet voice there? Then, <laughs> like, it, was that on the dial? Is that like a four or a five? Like, uh, it's just, just kind of easing into it. Otherwise, I can get way over here and be a morning drive time radio host. How's it going? Eat a bitch in the morning. It. Lightning sounds. <laughs> Man in the box, get back in the hey. box. <laughs> We're back. Moop just Mitch just pooped on his own winner. He's got a poop winner. We'll be right back. <laughs> the rest of Geekly Media is at Geekly Media on Twitter, at Geekly Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media. It's our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our website, geeklymedia.com. Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash geeklymedia, so that you can get exclusive material that only our patrons get. Also, if you are listening to this as a podcast, whatever pad catcher you use, rate and review us. It helps spread the word of our network. Ian, or I'm sorry, Brett, do you, if you remember how we sign out, could you please sign out with us? I don't remember how we sign out. You explain it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) But until next time, this is Journey into Mystery on the Geek Elite Media Network saying always remember to... Geek out. Geek out. Geek out. Yes. I was there like, it is. Which which outward <laughs> is it? <laughs> this concludes our broadcast. Beep.